0: You know, back in France <laughs> What would they do? What, I was gonna do what the mo- what'd uh, they do back in, in France? I, I was gonna make that
1: Monet mayonnaise joke mm-hmm. that I was making earlier, Monet, but I just don't think the
0: mayonnaise. I don't think
1: the world is ready for it, so we'll just uh Whoever's
0: we'll, we'll the leave owner that. of the white sedan <laughs> you left your lights on. Oh.
1: <laughs> no SpongeBob, mayonnaise not a surrealist that- painter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, (laughs) listen,
1: the argument could be made that Impressionism contains
0: surrealism. One could even say that under the conjecture of the Renaissance Treaty of 1684, the Renaissance Treaty, (laughs) all of those wars that happened in the painting movement. (laughs) Some might say it's a culture war. Of against we, who we could, we could also say it's a culture war. If we were talking about about cheese, what if <laughs> what if there were
1: more um, members of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and they just ran out of painters? So there's like there's Jackson Pollock, is one of them, and like or George <laughs> <No>. O'Keefe. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Mm B-Squad, you know, then they have to dip into, like, Maria Abramovich, and now they're just doing performance artists. We've got Banksy, who's just never seen (laughs) on the show. It's the B-Squad of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Listen.
0: It's the the modern artists. Listen. Oh, well, what's well, up with you? I was going to ask you what you were up to.
1: I'm not up to anything. I had uh Garrett brought over uh this evening cheese fluff for me to cheese try. Cheese fluff? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cherry fluff.
1: Cheese on the brain. Must be cheese mm-hmm. on the brain. What song is that?
0: Is that a song? Love on the brain? Something on the brain? Something oh, no, on the brain. A, something on the brain. Uh, something on the brain. I'm, I'm going to
1: drink on on Mike real Don't part. drink on Mike, Garrett, we got to. It's that old airplane joke about having a drinking problem.
0: Have you ever seen Airplane? No. The 1970-whatever film where the airplane's turn it around in a little knot on the screen. What are you...
1: I mean, you, you some of that, I think, is correct, but mm-hmm. your description of it's not.
0: You know, in the summer of 2020, I decided I hadn't seen enough movies, and I made a great big list of films that I was going to watch, and I didn't... I watched... Uh, <laughs> I was three. The, I four? Wa- uh, maybe, maybe less. Maybe like two. I, I know! I watched uh, the 1970s, like, Japanese Hausu, the... the hau- the,
1: How, yeah, the, yeah. Also known as House in the yeah. translated version.
0: Well, you know. Um, anyway, all it what it what it did make me respect was the piano in Super Mario Brothers that goes, you know, chomp, I, chomp, 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 I chomp. do know. The piano or the little dog? The piano.
1: I don't play enough Super Mario Brothers. I know you're like a Super Mario head, mm. and that's why you grew that little mustache. It's, it's and why, you know,
0: the, I am Italian, so.
1: We've learned that you're not. Yeah. Ugh, shut that down. But I'm good. You brought <laughs> over what cherry fluff cherry it was. Fluff, cherry yeah. fluff changed mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. I ate
0: half of it. Tell the listeners what's in cherry
1: fluff. It is. Memory test. Cocoa Whip. Yeah. It is sweetened and condensed coconut milk. So true. And the. it is cherry pie filling. That L- it is. And do you remember my lore with
0: cherry pie filling? I... It's start the passed. clock.
1: Start the clock. We're going to talk about Lady Gaga for 120 seconds. Somebody start the clock.
0: Oh, she wrote that song. Uh, She's my cherry <laughs> pie.
1: Despite that being 100% accurate, there was one <laughs> evening back in the olden days where everybody was shamefully looking at people of Walmart.com you Remember people of Walmart.com? No, air. no, no. Because I need people to find it because I've been trying to train AI to find it for me and we just can't find it. Which is that there was an image uh, posted to people of Walmart of Lady Gaga herself in an eye. I'm like breathing so heavily, but I think it's because I'm digesting a giant ball of sweetened, condensed <laughs> coconut milk and cherry pie filling. She was in Walmart. She was dressed up. This is very early in her career and, and relatively mm-hmm. early on in the people of Walmart universe. And she She was holding cherry pie filling in, like, the pie aisle
0: of Walmart. Cherry cherry boom boom.
1: And you've never seen this. And everyone knows that we have the competition of if one of us shows the other person some type of Lady Gaga media that the other person has not seen, that person wins. And it's been... A months, year months. at this point yeah. of this, and and, and and neither of us have won, which is probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever said.
0: All I'm saying- We might edit that out. No, no, no. Well, all, all I'm saying <laughs> is that while you were in middle school, while you were in high school, while you were- S- studying, you know, being involved in student government, honing your your skills for the future. I was studying the Blade. And by that, I mean I was staying up three to four hours every night watching every single morsel of Lady Gaga content I, that I could.
1: I, I hope you're using you in the royal sense and that, you, you, the listener, because I'm right there with you. I exclusively got a Farmville account to get the – early born this way tracks and rewards because if you farmed enough on Farmville you could hear like highway you I think we're at two minutes we gotta stop yeah we gotta stop all right shut that down All right. Well,
0: anyway so we have the cherry fluff which was very good so good so good um I'm kind of in my audiobook era I'm gonna say it I know. I've stopped listening to music entirely. You,
1: you, but you start to read music, and you're yeah. listening to books
0: and I And I've started dancing to the natural rhythms of the world.
1: You really have. I saw that, like, How to Become a Wiccan book <laughs> in,
0: uh, in your house recently, oh, yes. which
1: I thought about mentioning, and then, like, no, mm-hmm. Garrett's on a spiritual journey. I can't make fun of them, but, mm-hmm. you know, but might as well we bring it up on the podcast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've I've stopped shaving my feet and uh, and <laughs> we have
1: been watching Lord of the Rings, so Gareth's really oh, seen, yeah. been we, seeing them hobbits. We and go watched on, the hmm. Two
0: Towers, and so uh uh Glee episode Glee cap recap. How was your experience? Glee with- watch
1: Glee cap is the name. <laughs> We're putting it on T-shirts, so you gotta get it right. Glee watch uh, Glee, Glee watch Glee cap. Lord of the Rings. My uh,
0: listen error, error message. Internal hard drive is, has been filled up. It's full. There's no more space. So uh you've got to delete some. Vibes to make room for new ones. So anyway, how was... uh, So we watched The Two Towers.
1: Quite good. It really did kind of feel... First of all, spoiler alert, she's back and she's white. Um, Mm -hmm. What's her face? Gandalf. Uh, Yeah. Gandalf the Grey (laughs) has been reskinned as Gandalf the White. Uh, Magneto, one might say. She got a dye job. and And honestly wig laid she like literally Saruman's like no one has better hair than me and all yeah. of the land and Dumbledore's like I'm going to die and come back to life and you're gonna eat those words yeah. and it's gonna be slayed and laid and mm-hmm. you know what absolutely I will say it did kind of feel like a middley movie does that make sense yeah. where it's like not so much happens uh, something happens which mm-hmm. is the battle but it's not like a lot else happens beyond that does that make yeah. sense like it really is just that mm-hmm. uh lots of horses uh, i think it's a pretty horse heavy movie heavy on the horses heavy is the head that eats the horse so um <laughs> did i ever there, do you remember that news story about that horse in kansas city that they found in the woods that had been like processed for meat is that wild?
0: What are, no? They found a me. horse
1: corpse, horps, in the woods like two years ago, uh, that had been processed for meat. So like someone somewhere in Kansas City was just like either eat, like butchered a horse for their own eating, or was like butchering a horse to be sold as meat.
0: Classic anglophile behavior.
1: And guess what? Don't eat meat, anyway. Yeah. Don't eat a horse, yeah. <laughs> Don't want to eat a horse? Yeah. Out of all of the My Little Pony characters, which ones would you butcher and eat? I love that a decent ye- percentage of our listeners are probably vegan just because of who we are. What's the
0: yellow one? Is that... Uh, Sunshine oh, Little Dumplekin?
1: It's not Sunshine Little Dumplekin. That's, um, that's not one. But uh, I know Applejack is the orange one. And then there's a little blue one with the Pegasus wings, who I really like.
0: Has a good has a tasty sounding name.
1: Applejack. It's uh, so got kind of a little
0: sweetness to it.
1: Applejack. Not a lot of people know this. Comes from Tom's the Tom Sawyer books. Yeah. But um, our and, resident and, Missouri it, resident, Absolutely.
0: So you know, a lot of people think it was what was it? The warden that was trapped in the cave. at The end of uh, the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. It's actually Applejack. Ooh,
1: I will hear
0: fun and me she, uh, every, every two hours, when that single drop of water came down, Applejack put her little horsey lips up to the stalag. Tight. Have you read Huckleberry Finn? Yeah.
1: I have not. As a, as a Missourian, I you, have not read. You not you read, taught to read in Missouri. Uh, no. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, there's that. Okay. Western Kansas. Oh, You're taught to suck down Dorothy Lynch by the bucketful, yeah. and, uh, I don't know, survive the dust bowl, but the. So true. <laughs> the, yeah, I never read Tom Sawyer. I never read Huckleberry Finn. I think those are really the only two, like Missouri themed books. Mm-hmm. Out there, I think. I can't think of another based in Missouri. Of the regular, like, children's kind of curriculum meme books.
0: You know, like, the book that has, like, a weird amount of space in the Kansas curriculum is the In Cold Blood by Truman Capote.
1: I... Truman Capote was a little girly... A girly pop, yeah? Am I making that up? Little girly pop. He was a girly pop. Yeah.
0: Which is code for gay. And... Wasn't he? I don't know. He wore a lot of suits. All I know is that he wrote In Cold Blood, and it was about a little town. in Can- I believe it was Nicodemus. Um, Interest Of all the biblical characters, the name of
1: town after. Yeah. Truman Capote. Gay? Let's look it up. Openly gay. Wow. First first result. Strike him
0: from the history books. Am I right, girls? Am I right? Am I right? I was Get just going off, out of of here.
1: going off of vibes. <laughs> I've never really read Truman Capote. All right. I'm, hey, I, wait, let's be real.
0: Your last name's Capote. I don't first name Truman. Well, okay. What about Harry Truman? You're not here first name. You're out here writing a novel. You're you're out here creating art and 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 a story out of the spoken word. I don't think think I don't think he was
1: speaking it. He wasn't like dictating well, it. Well, he
0: was raised in Kansas. He didn't know how to read, didn't know how to write. Truman Capote was raised in Kansas? I don't know. Truman Capote
1: was <laughs> raised in Louisiana, mm. New Orleans, because mm-hmm. they go NOLA. New Orleans. The birthplace of jazz. Oh. And in CIS, yeah. New Orleans, mm-hmm. I'm sure was based there. So true. He wrote uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I haven't read a lot of like literature books, which is so wild literature. because of the way that I am. I almost only read yeah.
0: like sci fi fantasy books. I feel like this is one of those things where I'm like, I don't even want to engage you. To, I know, but uh, don't worry. Like, it's safe. I, like I don't you know anything. Have, I feel like you would have capital T things to capital S say. I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, don't feel bad either because in my small town in Kansas, you know, this is something that I think about a lot, which is. I listened to the girls that ra- that were raised in you know in a school system where they were taught to think critically about the art that surrounds us. And all I remember is the, the the scant number of books that we read were just like we read it, we take it literal. there is no metaphor, there is no deeper meaning. it is just a story and nothing more. That's it.
1: We read um, I know did you ever read the
0: crucible? Uh, the Crucible. Crucible. Uh, crucible. Um, we did. We did. Yeah. Don't know what it's about now.
1: It's about um,
0: the. It's about twelve angry jurors.
1: And... Did you read Twelve Angry Jurors? Like that's a movie,
0: isn't mm-hmm. it? Or was it a book? I believe it's a play. All right. I don't know what that I is. Don't know. I did read The Scarlet Letter. Scarlet Letter. Mm-hmm. Easy A. Did you have uh, Emma Stone? Did you have uh, AR points? AR points. Accelerated reader. There's a whole system in our school. It's a whole system. Every single book that you would get from the library would have a little tiny label on it. And it would have a level on it where it was like, this is a level four book or this is a level seven up all the way. This sounds
1: like even like in high school, you would
0: do stuff like this. Interesting. All the way up to like level 14 or 15 or whatever. What's that
1: 14, 15? Throw one out.
0: Dune. The encyclopedia. I don't think the encyclopedia is difficult to read. Magna Carta. Uh, I don't know, but basically it was probably pretty clear what it means. (laughs) I think that's the whole point. Uh, The, the Silmarillion. Uh, I don't know, but basically just like that was like your high level. This is very complex, like infinite jest. I don't know. Probably was high up. I don't think Ulysses, Ulysses. uh, I want to read Ulysses, but I don't want to read. I don't think with that hair and that mustache, I don't think you should be given a copy of that book. I have, I think two copies of the book. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. One for each way that your hair parts left and right. I think it. I have one part two ways. I guess it makes sense. Like Moses in the Red Sea.
1: Right through the (laughs) scalp visible. Stop. I feel like you, a bald, should not look at or comment on my gorgeous hair. Look at this. Look how lush. Look at how vitamin infused. I got a new conditioner recently. Mm. I, I switched.
0: Uh, tell me more about this it's, conditioner. It's that orange. You,
1: got. you know, you miss out. We've talked about this on a whole step in the personal care <laughs> regimen.
0: Don't even talk to me about it. I know there's there's so many different silky balms and serums. Oh, yeah. And and uh, we, I was a I was a kid. My mom listens to this podcast. She's about to learn something about me, which was I was making potions in the bathtub <laughs> growing up. I was pumping out that <laughs> she pump- would get in the bathroom at like, <laughs> uh, my expense conditioner that
1: I bought yesterday is like half gone, especially like
0: (laughs) where to go, especially like if that, if the like shampoo had, it was like kind of iridescent, you know, like the purpley kind of silvery, like, Ooh, I would make such good potions. The other thing that I would do, uh, is shortly after the second Harry Potter movie came out, you know that scene where Harry Potter? Well, you haven't watched Harry Potter, but I've seen every Harry Potter movie. Anyway, Harry I just don't really remember it. Harry Potter is at the Weasleys, and he's trying to go to Diagon Alley, so he picks up some flu powder. Throws is this on the, the one the ground, with the tent? No, They're all in the, the That's the fourth one. Oh, okay. And he goes diagonally, and he throws down the dust, and he, like, transports to, like, you know, not Diagon Alley, but a sinister Diagon Alley. Anyway, I saw that scene where he throws down a bunch of dust, and what I used to do is go out to our garage, which was a standalone building, um, with an entirely dirt floor. I would gather up so much dust. Oh, no. I would gather up dirt, loose.
1: You're going to have, like, a lung disease later in life from silt, this.
0: Loose silt in my hand. And I would just stand, and I would just go, and I would just, like, throw a bunch of, like, dirt and silt and dust down. And I would do that over and did over it, and over and over and over and over and over and over, did and over did again. Did it work? Did it work? Uh, still here. So oh. probably probably not. Maybe yeah. it's a
1: delayed effect. Like, you're just going to be transported. <laughs> like <laughs> One like day, see so if I can later. do
0: this with the mic. One day I just go, like, and I'm gone. Yes, you can do that with the mic. I don't know if you need to put the
1: whole thing in your mouth. But, it, you know, <laughs> the... <laughs> Nobody saw that. I'm not in charge of this episode. This is your episode, yeah. so I'm just here for the ride. You well, feel free to introduce it whenever you want, or don't. Let's I'll, just, it, I'll
0: just let's let's give it 20, 20 or 30 more 20, minutes. 20, 30 so, more minutes of riffing. Well, I guess uh, somebody's got to run the show, so I guess I will Welcome, dear listener, to the No Crumbs Pod, uh, where we talk about- The
1: subtitle.
0: The podcast at age. Thank you. Um, God, I'm so I was, bad at for this. For a moment, I was like, what is this show and where am I and what are we doing? It's the podcast that ate, no crumbs. Welcome to the show. And uh, we talk about food brands, the history of food brands, foods that we like, foods we don't like. And we're just two little girly girls that are here talking about these things. So, And what's your name? My, I was kidding there. I'm just, I feel like I have to walk you through this now. I was now. there. Um, 20 the, like the ish episodes with, in. What the audience doesn't see is that I'm just a little baby and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here in a poopy little diaper. Um, so my name is Garrett Wack um I am a, a, a registered dietitian and uh, food appreciator, uh food appreciator um, food eater and uh all around just <laughs> fine who are you I'm Jackson Mulllener I'm the other one yeah. I don't know. I don't even have credentials. That's no, so true. You're just a, you're just a guy. <laughs> I, mean, I I'm a guy likes the, have fun outside the 7-Eleven. I was wandering um,
1: around and you're like, I need a co-host. They won't produce the show without two hosts.
0: I need a co-host. Yeah. Well, I, you know, not that I've ever had the idea of like having a podcast, but I've also always thought like there, there's some real winter soldiers out there. There's some real true American heroes out there that sit down with just themselves and a mic. And they just start talking. And I think that's
1: wild. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I could do like a monologous. A Monologus, a, a, a podcast mo- where it's just me monologuing. A, a monogamous, a monog. No, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a poly podcaster, everybody knows us. Yeah, in reference to Polly Pocket, she doesn't get where's her movie? Why does Barbie get a movie? Mm-hmm. My sister got a poly Pocket toy that had stretchy arms for Christmas one
0: year. How'd that work out for her?
1: Well, Christmas Day, I decided to minutes after her opening this, I was very young, I, but not. Although not to say that something like this wouldn't happen in my current state, or I just wanted to see like how far they would go and just test the stretchiness
0: of them. So you, you broke her or her present.
1: almost immediately. I think, <laughs> like, but it, here's the thing: they went real far. Mm-hmm. It was so surprising. It like I like I don't know why Polly Pocket needed to have like fully. Stretchable arms like that,
0: just to like noodle around or anything, yeah. but she really did. Ever, you remember those? And I know the answer is yes, but you know the the those uh, like sticky hands that you
1: uh, that sh- you just slap on something, they immediately get covered in like every hair you've ever seen in your entire life. They're too sticky.
0: When I was in, uh, gosh, I was I was probably in the seventh grade. I think I was in the seventh grade in our middle school gym. I had one of those, and I angled it at the ceiling, and I pulled it way back, and I shot it 40 feet in the There's air. There's no way. 40 feet in the air, and it stuck to the ceiling.
1: Eddie, but you were, were you still holding the other no, end? No, no, no. Okay. I, I, like go, like, okay. I, I like, I, like you let go. It, right?
0: That thing was there, like... When I left the school there's district, there's no way, really. Yes, it just a hit I with such an impact. And I don't, maybe it got like lodged on something, and it was also just so high up, right? That like I was like, oh, I can't do anything about this. Like
1: <laughs> the high end is too high. It's just like hand we're to not God. gonna,
0: we're not gonna send somebody up there to get this. Like it'll fall down, right? It never did.
1: I mean, one would imagine they should have a. If you've got a ceiling that tall, you should have a. Who well, can here's the thing. Imagine such a thing. Such strangeness, your
0: yeah. upbringing.
1: Silly yeah. little things. I'll remember Scholastic Book Fairs.
0: Do you remember Scholastic Book Fairs? I sure do. And no, they were, I, had, I had the AR store. Not at, oh, Accelerator Reading. I never finished my story about Accelerated Reading, which is they had the grade levels on them, and then they had a certain number of points that you would get from reading each book. And we always had a certain quota of points that we had to get each semester. To so you get that, your bonus. No, it, that was our reading grade. Um, and I just remember I took that so seriously. And if you earned enough points, you could spend them at the AR store, which the AR store was located in the second level of our middle school, which was actually closed due to asbestos. But for some reason, they would let us up there because that's where the AR store was. Um and I remember when I was in like second grade, I got myself a a, a Grease the Musical uh, oh, alarm clock. Brother, and I woke oh. up to I woke up to We Go Together <laughs> that together. song like, out
1: of the entire well, Grease. There, there were
0: like eight different songs <laughs> that would play, uh, um, and I woke up to that song every morning, every morning for years. Interesting. What was do you jar- wake up to now? What's your alarm sound? let me here I'll get it out knock the mic stand one more time here I'll get it out I'm just gonna gonna tap it real quick um we go together
1: i i will wake up to fancy little bells chiming let me uh um, it's gorgeous it's lovely it's like my own little I wake into meditation i'm just like ha ah. and then if I snooze it's birds and then the cats get angry if they hear the alarm they're like oh 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 here we go <sighs> you have to be joking What type of sick person (laughs) What type of sick person Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Ringtone exposure I'm gonna call you and I want to hear what your ringtone is. Then you call me, okay. and then we'll get to the show. But- I,
0: I did just recently change my ringtone. Let me let me get you out of a. Oh, it goes right to voicemail. Well, I'm in do not disturb because I care about the etiquette I'll, on this podcast.
1: I'll let you know that your calls come through to me on do not disturb. You're on the so you're on the list of
0: like, well, if they're calling me, it's important. Well, um, if you really need and it never has been. Call me twice. Yeah. Okay. Here I You'll go. You'll go through do not disturb. Oh, sorry. I'm going to decline that. I swear. And I'm I'm going to decline it because. Turn on on your ringer for the bit. Okay. Okay.
1: There's not your phone ring. (laughs) No way. Mine's more reasonable than that. Call me. Call me. Okay. I think that it, I don't like people who have normal ringtones, but I don't like people that are like way too wild with it. I think this is
0: pleasant. It's a very normal. I think tone. this is very. It's a little song. I think we've officially run out of things to talk about. <laughs> this is my ringtone. All right. <laughs> you know we're talking. What are we talking about this week? You. Uh, you tell me. We're talking about Velveeta. Velveeta. Yum. Nope. Uh. What is Velveeta?
1: Velveeta is a cheese rectangle that it's so solid. True. Or it's not solid. It's liquid. So true. Maybe it's a gas. It, Maybe it's somewhere in
0: between. It could be any state of matter at any yeah. time, really at any temperature. This question of identity has plagued Velveeta since the very
1: beginning. <laughs> is it real?
0: <laughs> is that a real thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what Velveeta is has, like, been a I, I feel like, like Velveeta doesn't
1: independently identify itself. Does that make sense? It's not like Velveeta's out here they saying. They don't want to put
0: a label on what they are. we
1: cheese, y'all.
0: I'm well, like. Well, they are they call, you. They think they're cheese, but other people would say no. They're, they're
1: absolutely yeah, cheese. Yeah. Who
0: doesn't think that they're the cheese? Here, here I'm going to read you. I've got my I've got my tablet out. So I'm going to read you what Velveeta is according to the internet and also legally. Legally, um, Velveeta is a pasteurized prepared cheese product. Pasteurized prepared um, cheese product. According to Wikipedia, oh, to yeah. try to try and. Um, you know distill this down into something maybe a little bit more I don't know relatable Wikipedia Says that Velveeta is a cheese Analog similar to American Cheese
1: a cheese analog So true as opposed to a cheese digital What does it
0: mean yeah what is A cheese analog well we're gonna have to get into That we're a g- cheese analog yeah I've heard of ants analog. so um I mean we're gonna get into this I swear To god if you
1: don't laugh at that I'm gonna Stop the show All right we're going to commercial <laughs> Okay
0: If only you could hear what we were just talking
1: about. Ants on a log, cheese analog, dog with a blog. Do you the, remember that Disney Channel show?
0: Dog with a blog. Did you
1: ever watch that? Or was that more? You, we're, we're, we're separated by just enough years and age. Dog
0: Dunkle Scog. What's uh, a Dunkle Scog? It's that big bear from Ikea. I'm a big old bear. <laughs> what are you talking about? You've never seen the uh, the Dunkelskog? Here I'll There's show you. There's no way
1: that it's pronounced Dunkelskog. Hold it's got to be more Swedish than that. Dunkelskog. Same, you,
0: like, I'm I'm you've never seen that. Be careful, we have a lot of Swedish listeners. They're all fish. This is the this is uh, the Come on! He's <laughs> <laughs> so big. This is the Dunkelskog. That's a big old bear. I'm a big old bear. <laughs> <laughs> what are you referencing? This is what we call a prancer. <laughs> What are you talking about? Oh, I'm referencing an onion news like how to keep your effeminate son. It's the Halloween art. Oh, geez. Oh, that Louise. Was so good. Anyway, all right. Um, oh, there's different levels of Dunkel Skog. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness gracious. Look at that.
1: Are they all Dunkel Skogs? Oh, they got them all lined up like they've all committed a crime. It's oh. like, please, which of these Dunkel Skogs
0: robbed you? Yeah. Um, so, cheese. Cheese or is or, it you know whatever? A this cheese is. analog, you know, Velveeta. Whatever this Can thing I tell is. you so- this is such a
1: to my to the 14 people that listen to this podcast that are from <laughs> the city of St. Louis, there is a like a a, a, a a guy that owns a bunch of car dealerships, and his name is Frank Lita. And I don't know if this man still exists, I don't know, but his like the the catchphrase jingle for his programs were can't beat the or something like that. Uh-huh. I, Velveeta, Lita, I mm-hmm. always connect it like, can't be the Lita. Is that how it goes? Can't be
0: the Lita. Drop it an octave. Can't be deleta. So true. I don't know. Can I can I dare say I think you're a little bit Velveeta coated.
1: I am a hun I am like my veins are Velveeta. Yeah. My Velveeta is has pulsed through my family for generations. Yeah. There are historical recipes in my family that have to do with Velveeta. Yeah. I am velvetized. Yeah. From tippity top to bibbity bop. I'm Velveeta.
0: The first Velveeta man, you know, uh
1: so, for me, I am a living cheese so if For
0: whatever reason, you don't know what Velveeta is in the Americas, the Americas, and at least in my cultural memory, right? Um, Velveeta is it's a cheese analog. I think it's sort of just a cheese. It's sometimes referred to as a cheese product or a cheese loaf. Uh, maybe we shouldn't call things like, a loaf. We're
1: splitting hairs with this. It's cheese, but yeah. Yeah. It's What cheese, is what is not cheese? Fun. It's cheese?
0: It's cheese. Cheese, but
1: fun. Like, am of. I going to call cheese whiz cheese? No. <laughs> but am I going to call Velveeta cheese? Absolutely.
0: I think for for simplicity's sake, in the same way that we call uh, peanut butter butter, I think for this episode. I think I think when we call it something, it captures the essence of something. I think it captures a characteristic. Velveeta is so much closer to the cheese
1: than peanut butter is to
0: butter. Yeah. But the key of the cacuate. Yeah. Or crema. Crema de cacahuate. Or mani, depending. All right. Anyway. Argentine. Um, so... You know, it, it's sort of a loaf of yellow, highly meltable cheese. You can slice it off and just eat it like my family would, or you can melt it into a delicious little dip with maybe some some tomatoes and chilies. I'm curious, though, what what is your... What? Tell me about your experience with Velveeta. What space in your memory does it hold? Cheese soup. What? You ever had cheese soup? Uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. Before we go any further, yes. Well, no, but I, my brother one time very proudly came home and declared that he had made cheese soup, and the defining characteristic of it was when he put it in the fridge, it turned solid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I-
0: Cheese soup? Are we just eating queso? Is that what cheese soup is? I Tell mean, me what cheese soup is. It's
1: basically Velveeta. I'm sure that there's broth in it. There's some vegetables, but it is a probably more Velveeta than broth. It is a cheese <laughs> soup. It is. It is like just what the,
0: are the vegetables?
1: I don't remember off What's the top the flavor of my head. Profile cheese <laughs> flavor profile. Okay. It's
0: cheese. Okay.
1: And my mother would do the clickety classic. um... Velveeta Rotel combination she would call it dynasty dip which I would later learn is because she would make it with my aunt before they watched episodes of the television show
0: dynasty duck dynasty or no like the oh oh, it's like
1: an older show from like the like early 2000s late 90s dynasty yeah no (laughs) No, if you're not, you didn't, laugh, you didn't laugh at ants on a log. You didn't laugh at dunkel dog, Skog, dog with a blog, body mm-hmm. in a bog. Yeah. Do you know those bog bodies that they find? Yeah. yeah everyone knows about them. the bog bodies. <laughs> you're I've, a reanimated bog that's body. That's where
0: I found you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I need this other host. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like also for me, the, Velveeta, it's the Velveeta and Rotel
1: Absolutely Are they related at all or did they find each other? I'm we'll sure you're going to cover that. that we'll but I would that. love
0: to we'll I, touch on it. We'll touch on it. so <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a a uh, syllabus thing we had so this is what we're going to cover this in this eighteen week course. We had a vessel, I think is I, I guess the best description. like the of it. thing
1: that Lady Gaga came in in the Grammys, yeah, the we, had,
0: we had one of those, except it was it was, all- <laughs> it was black and you could microwave it and we would just take a whole. what
1: okay, back it up. Tupperware, ceramic.
0: I don't know. plastic. Which, you know, now I know we're not really supposed to be microwaving plastic all that much. But let me tell you, I've got those. Much like some people have that dog in them, I have those microplastics in
1: them. Microplastics is a big way that I, as a vegan, get my protein.
0: It's how I, you know, I, I'm trying to up my micro plastic uh, intake, so I'm just cutting up credit cards.
1: I, uh, cutting use, it off, I, I just it on eat salad. that, uh, what's that type of, um, that, that face wash that's so bad for your skin. Oh, the St. Ives peach apricot <laughs> scrub. I <laughs> just, just eating that. Yeah. All those little weird beads. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you would have, and it would just be the Rotel Velveeta yeah, mix was, in it th- constantly. That was, how I mean, would you eat it though?
0: tortilla scoops i think the uh oh. the uh oh the one it is just because it could hold so much
1: oh yeah i whoever invented that we'll do an we'll do an episode on tostinos yeah but i mean gosh i mean that's a, that tostito,
0: is a, a dorito girl we got a link tostito or tostino
1: oh i combine tostinos to, and tostito yeah which the, of those do you think is a real word the pizza chip hybrid one
0: might say they should collab,
1: but I, I, tell me if the following statement is correct or incorrect. That Tostito is a bread
0: bowl. It's a grain. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bowl is a, a tortilla, uh, a bread in a way. Because, I mean, I how do you define bread? Not made out of corn. Generally sounds like a cultural thing. <laughs> All right. Time All right. to cancel Garrett. One, oh, we got them. One might say it depends on the lens that we choose to look through. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, it's I, not. How about I don't engage? and How about you're wrong? Um, uh, <laughs> n- how about I don't care? Uh, let's talk about the history of Velveter. I, let's do it. Do you say Velveter? Velveter was created in the eighteen 18- eight. Well, there's I mean, no I, I mean, it stop. wasn't well, it was sorry, okay. it, look, I misspoke. In the 18 18- Okay. <laughs> In the 1880s, there was a Swiss immigrant by the name of Emil Frey um, who worked in a variety of cheese factories in New York, which like diving into the history of this, like it wasn't just like one or two cheese factories. Like there's a network. There was there was a number of cheese factories that this man worked at and he landed himself at the Monroe Cheese Factory in Monroe, New York, um, where he really started to make a name for himself. Creating a cheese called Liederkranz. Oh, um, Liederkranz! Classic Liederkranz. Really? Do you know Liederkranz? No. Okay. Uh, I had also never heard of it. Liederkranz. I'm going to say with that <laughs> accent. That's uh, Swiss. I'm German, so I can do that. You're so far away from Germany in every aspect. Liederkranz was so. It was an American-made version of Limburger cheese. Are you familiar with her?
1: No. Her burger. What about um the guy that flew the plane,
0: Lindbergh? Yeah. Uh, I think you're thinking of Earhart. No. <laughs> they still haven't found that wheel of cheese. Uh, <laughs> she,
1: she famously took a wheel of cheese with her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's also that's only the food oh, she brought. Uh, and they're oh, like, bring
0: more food. She's like, No, a, I won't. A round eat it. of Parmigiano Reggiano that so she brought with the I've for been her watching train. House Atlantic. of Gucci.
1: In little parts like it's a mini series. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to come back to that. So Her name he, was Patrizia Reggiano. I'm pretty sure. She,
0: Re- Reggiani, and she sent flies after Lady Gaga. Um, so he was working in the Monroe Cheese Factory in Monroe, New York, created this cheese called Lutercrantz, which is an American-made version of Limburger cheese, which basically was like a very smelly, odiferous, one might say, uh, soft cow's milk cheese. Odiferous. Mm-hmm. We love a stinky cheese. We love something that smells v- rank. <laughs>
1: I listen, do I like dairy cheese? Not really. Mm-hmm. Do I think it smells like something died? Yeah. Maybe. And I'm like, listen, if you're out here eating
0: it, own it. Own that yeah. you're eating something rancid and curdled. That's what cheese is. I'm sure there's like a layer of once we get past the initial, like, I don't like this thing, probably there's, I understand there's probably a world out there of just complexity and flavor, but it's just not for me. People are like, people
1: come to me all the time and they're like, Jackson, don't you know that that's like impossible meat you're eating is just a bunch of like weird processed pea I don't protein. Care. I'm like, Hey, yeah, I know. I love it. I own it. Whatever. Are you trying to get me? You can't get me. Give me, me more out of it.
0: I know. Give I me, don't care. I want it less. I want it less real. I'm trying
1: to like <laughs> give me metaverse meatloaf or whatever <laughs> whatever plankton is oh, served. I was just yeah. Say, <laughs>
0: <laughs> by more Karen. Holographic meatloaf again. Um, <laughs> Here you so you know he made this leader but but um, the factory that he worked at in Moreau foreclosed despite the success of this cheese that he made in 1891. Leader more like Lederkant. Yeah. Leader Leader more like leader factory foreclosed in 1891. It was bought by a prominent grocer named Jacob Weisel. He ended up opening a second factory in Covington, Pennsylvania, where they made Swiss cheese.
1: You know, this is really the le- what? Just one place was out here cranking out Swiss cheese. I think Swiss cheese is so mesmerizing.
0: Yeah, it's so mesmerizing. Uh, I it, don't not me- not mesmerizing if you got that tryptophobia, but you know whatever. I don't have tryptophobia. Mm-hmm.
1: I have like I I love it. I what's want it stuff to be you, more.
0: What's it called when you're afraid of Santa Claus?
1: I I swear to God, move on. <laughs> move on so i'm gonna i'm gonna come over this desk and i'm gonna kill you this episode (laughs) you're
0: on strike too. opened a second factory in covington pennsylvania making swiss cheese so this sort of sets the stage right cheese making is what year is this 1891 we're not in the 1900s yet and the stage is being set like this Uh, yeah yeah so cheese making is a very imperfect science right um rounds and blocks of cheese are constantly deformed or broken during transport, Same. and this can be a very expensive problem. So during the acquisition and then, you know, sort of the opening of this factory, you know, Emil Frey is still working under, under this Jacob Weisel guy. He's now sort of between both of the factories. He was tasked with figuring out what to do with all of the cheese chunks that were unsellable. That Cheese chunks that you know they came apart during transportation or broken and this happens at a really interesting point in time because prior to sort of this late half of the 19th century cheesemaking was done on a very small scale and this is happening at the time of the industrial revolution so cheesemaking has become very industrialized and it's produced at a much larger scale but now we also have the funds that come with that to tinker a little bit more with the science of sort of what we're doing beyond just getting it out right So fast forward a couple years in the earliest parts of the 20th century, processed cheeses start making an appearance. Mainly, they're coming out of Europe at this time. So think fondue cheese, right? They're very highly meltable. And, you know, about, uh, you know, about Prevelle, don't
1: you? I
0: know this is a St. Louisism, and I'm just going to let you have a moment. The jewel
1: of St. Louis is a processed cheese known as Prevelle, which is a combination of multiple cheeses and with a very low melting point. Perfect for pizzas. It's delicious. It's amazing. I have, if there are any St. Louisian vegans out there, because there's no company has like mass produced vegan Prevelle. I have a recipe, hit me up, I know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I gatekeep it a little bit, but, like, if you're super nice to me and you, like, tell me that, you, you know, I'm cute and stuff, yeah, you can have it. You can get
0: that rest. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, with the, with the processed cheese is coming out, in the earlier part of the 20th century, there's an American by the name of James L. Kraft.
1: You know the name? K-R-A-F-T.
0: K-R-A-F-T, mama.
1: He puts that cheese into me. It's that old jingle.
0: So true. Don't you remember the famous jingle K-R-A-F-T? He He puts puts that cheese cheese in me. (laughs) Go ahead. Go. Yeah, okay. So James L. Kraft discovered that if you take melted cheese and you add an emulsifying salt, it would form a solid cooled mass when cooled. Same. That lasts much longer on the shelf. That the the number one emulsifying salt that is still used today is something called sodium citrate. Oh, yeah. And you can actually buy it online. You, and you make,
1: should slap that in your nacho cheese. Yeah. Like nobody's business.
0: And you can make your own American cheese. And fun fact, the chemical formula for uh, sodium citrate spells nacho. Oh, are you <laughs> freaking me out it's right now? N.A. three C. six H. five o seven. There's no way. It spells not nacho. Um,
1: is that, that like the appropriate molecular order? Did somebody rearrange that? Like, it's, I, I don't it's know a, enough I about mean, chemistry. It's, it's
0: a salt, right? Sodium, sodium citrate.
1: Interesting. So. Is that where that word comes from? The
0: answer is no. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Answer it. The answer is not. Kind of- <laughs> um, and this, fun fact, this is actually one of the questions that I had on, related to one of the questions I had on my dietetics licensing exam, where I had to learn what the best cheese for melting is, and it's American cheese. Of it course is it is. highly meltable. 1918, the year is, mo Frey figures out a very similar technology. He wasn't exactly using uh, emulsifying salts, but what he ended up doing was he would take whey, which is sort of one of the liquid byproducts of cheese making, and he would add it back to reheated cheese bits, and it functioned very similarly. Probably because it's very salty. I don't know what the exact chemical compound in there is doing, but it functioned very similarly. So the... The resulting product was a loaf of Swiss cheese that was extremely rich with an extremely velvety texture. Oh. And this is where the name comes in, Velveeta, for its velvety texture. Velveeta. And so in 1923, the Velveeta Cheese Company was born. It was a very, like, um, it was a very well-to-do, luxurious product. A Velveeta, Velveeta is would, the most luxurious name out there. I would love to... Hypothetically, experience the Velveeta cheese of 1923. You know, r- versus like you know, sort of where it is today. It's very different today. Jonathan, we have to go to the restaurant in Manhattan. We simply must. They've added a rare selection of Velveeta to the menu. there tonight. I want you to keep the same energy. That I'm gonna and I'm gonna call upon it. Can I, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I have a word that that will signal you to you do that exact impression? Bingo. 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 Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Not, Not right yet. Okay, okay. I'm just testing. Okay. So in 1928, five years later, it's purchased by Kraft. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it had a short run. And what's really fun is Kraft took this food and they ran with it. They really believed that the addition of whey made Velveeta a nutritious, healthy food. E- it added sure. carbs for energy
1: yeah, and vitamins and wrong. minerals
0: is what they said. And they even paid Rutgers University to conduct a study to confirm these results.
1: That it does, in fact, contain a and, vitamin or multiple vitamins and multiple and, minerals. And as
0: we know with industry-sponsored research, I mean, it totally turned Absolutely. out completely unbiased. Absolutely. Um, and it confirmed these results, of course. And their marketing was so good around this time as well that they actually got the American Medical Association to give it a stand- stamp of approval and they said that Velveeta had all of the nutritional components to build quote firm flesh end quote I've got the firmest flesh so what made Velveeta so popular right it's freaking good it's freaking good um you know I, I feel like Velveeta enters a space that a lot of products at the time that we've even talked about. I think Jell-O was sort of in the same boat here, right? We're, there's a cultural shift that's happening. We're, we're wanting more foods that are convenient right There are sort of these increased budding demands on on you know people who are preparing food in the household where they're asking for more intricate things and more exotic ingredients and sort of all this stuff and so there's this demand for higher quality and and, and more convenience things and so the thing about Velveeta was it was incredibly consistent in quality. You knew when you got a lump of Velveeta, a loaf, excuse me, uh, pardon me, uh, you knew what the texture was, you knew what the taste was going to be, and a, a relatively, like, kind of pro uh, a, a pro of this was actually um, that Velveeta was relatively bland. It didn't have a super strong, overpowering flavor. It had, a, it did have a flavor, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a Gruyere. It wasn't a Camembert. I
1: mean, it's not a stinky freaking cheese. It's yeah. a
0: nice little, a nice it's
1: cheese. Just a, a little guy, right? A
0: cheese. A, a cheese. L- a little guy. That, it's not a, it's not a d- nuanced cheese. Yeah, it was a little guy that was pretty easy to use, and it kept for a long time. It was very sharp. Stable, um, and it was incredibly, incredibly heavily marketed. There was a lot Good. of ads. Good. So we're fast forwarding now. We're in the 1950s. A couple more products are coming out. Velveeta in 1953 was named as one of the most popular key ingredients in macaroni and cheese.
1: Well, I mean, where else are
0: you gonna start? They also- what, you gonna put real cheese in it? No way. Absolutely not. No way. Absolutely not. No way. I want something. I want a sauce. Yeah. I want a sauce. Absolutely. Kraft, also in the 1950s, introduced their deluxe slices. Deluxe slices? Which are basically the Kraft single was introduced oh. around this time. And uh, we're going to fast forward even to the 1970s now. Velveeta shells and cheese, which is,
1: you Oh, know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I think. All right. I shells. Think,
0: all the way, you get a hold more cheese. Were
1: we talking about this on
0: the podcast? I think we were.
1: I, Shells I'm are,
0: always gonna talk about this. Yeah. What What happened to manicotti and cheese? Where's my manicotti? <laughs> Where's my manicotti? Is and manicotti even a it's type the, of a... It's the huge shell, the jumbo one shell, one shell, ball. one <laughs> shell to rule them all. Um. And in the darkness bind him, as they say. So, you know, in the 70s, they introduced their shells and cheese. They further expand their product line. And things are relatively quiet until the early 2000s. The
1: early 2000s. Th- I will be honest. I thought Velveeta came about in the 1980s because it's just such no. a, such a, like, a sub- food stuff. A,
0: uh, <laughs> a, an unsettlingly long history. An, uns- an uncomfortably long history, one might even say. So in 2002, the FDA issued a warning letter to Kraft. I thought you were going to say a warrant. We're coming in! They stormed the are kicking factory. down the doors in Pennsylvania or wherever they're getting the people. So they issued a warning letter to Kraft that Velveeta was being sold with packaging that was falsely advertising it as, quote, pasteurized processed cheese spread. Pasteurized processed cheese spread. Yes, and milk protein concentrate, or MPC... Uh, was an ingredient in Velveeta, um, which th- the inclusion of that ingredient actually excluded it from what the FDA considered cheese and cons- specifically considered to be a pasteurized processed cheese spread. So, what Velveeta did to counter this was they sold it, and, and they still do this, is they sell it as a pasteurized prepared cheese product, which is not a term that's regulated or defined by the FDA. Well, yeah, it's it, nonsense yeah. words. Yeah, I mean, it's about- Bunch of nonsense words and also but also like can you tell me that pasteurized processed cheese spread means anything Pasturized more pro- than pasteurized prepared cheese product
1: i mean pcpp but the i will say it's one of those things that everybody gets up in arms they're like man, milk's not
0: real milk yeah um, you know I, milk's not real on milk. one hand like I, I i do sort of fall fall into two camps as a dietitian as a dietitian i because you know on My one factual. hand actual I know what happens when we just let food companies do whatever. Not good things. Not good things happen. So I understand sometimes these things are well-intentioned. We're going to say, okay, this thing, like we're we, going to we define do need it. A, yeah, we need to have a— We're going to define it as this thing. However, it can become limiting because, you know, like the peanut butter example, peanut butter is not butter, Right. And, and no
1: one is gonna walk up to peanut butter and go I can't believe there's they got a
0: cow to do this I was told that there was calcium in this here in this peanut, here peanut. butter where's the peanut cow right and so you know it, it it's just frustrating because I we've think we've got chocolate cows and strawberry cows part of the the parade that is language right that continues to all advance. right it's okay no but I think this is important your high horse is so tall the parade that is language if what I fa- type talk is that i'm gonna fall off my horse and break my knees Uh, but you know like language is ever evolving is that a freaking
1: reference to elden ring no no i thought oh that's an
0: arrow to the knees that's skyrim i don't care um and i'm gonna make you play that game because you never have and i have over 800 hours in that game okay Ah! um so anyway but like language is something that's ever evolving and ever changing i think part of that is that like we can allow like words to change and include different things based on the attributes that they have. And when we impose really strict limits, sometimes that limits that progression. On the other hand, I'm going to take off my woo woo cap and I'm going to say, yeah, it is kind of important to regulate things. <laughs> so that's where I land. Um, but sometimes it does get a little bit ridiculous. Right in the middle. No real opinion. Right in the middle. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Both sides are wrong. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. And I'm not going to provide an alternative solution. Um, Nothing is cheese. But everything is butter. So we're gonna get to the um, we're gonna get to the ingredient reveal. I'm still waiting for you to say bingo. No, that comes in a little bit, and it, you're gonna you're gonna retch when you hear I it. I can't wait. I'm um, on the edge of my seat. So- At this point in time, these are the ingredients in Velveeta. And before I say this, and before I say this, I'm going to I'm going to murder you (laughs) Uh, before I say this. Like I what I don't want this to be is I don't want this to be like, uh, look at how many ingredients are in this thing. Mama. Wait, hold on. This seems like a natural breaking point. Does it? N- you tell me. Right before I say something? I think we could tease the thing
1: you're going to say. We go to break. Okay. The listener's okay. guaranteed to come back yeah. because they're not done on the treadmill or the elliptical or on the stair climber or yeah. on their walk or on the run. Yeah. Or cleaning their People house. Only
0: you listen to this podcast when exercising. It's or sleeping on the train. Legally. No. It, you- <laughs> Legally, they're required. No. Um, no, I... Sure. I how about how about this? When we come back, next local no. dietitian reveals the scary ingredients in a loaf of Velveeta cheese. Cheese analogue. Cheese analog. <laughs> Welcome back, dear listener. Before we left off, we had just discussed how we had found the secret ingredient list hidden by Kraft Heinz since 1927. And I'm here too! yeah little girl no um so i guess before we go out i do always like to give that disclaimer like you know this is this this is not supposed to be look how freakish this is but like maybe this can give some light on maybe why the fda is like hey don't call that cheese uh, <laughs> There's a, cheese is a couple of ingredients and this is a long yeah. list so the ingredients are milk water oh the go soap. i know that i know that milk water i'm on board Whey, milk protein, or whey, oh my gosh, I messed up. Milk protein concentrate. I, all right, okay, I'm down. M- milk fat. Yeah. Whey protein concentrate. Sure. Sodium phosphate. Okay,
1: I don't really know what that is, but I, there's something. in well, I, a, I know what both those I words I think mean. it's a preservative, right? Yeah.
0: And 2% or less of salt. Yeah. Calcium phosphate. There it is again. Lactic acid, sorbic acid, sodium citrate. There yeah. she is, yeah. nacho. Yeah. Sodium alginate, enzymes. No, ana- what? I don't know what that is. Nope. Anato, which I know is sort of the thing that gives it. It's a, a, it's, a, it's a yellow stuff. It's it's red. Uh, when I talked to you about achiote. Oh, yeah. That's an auto seed. Interesting. Uh, And cheese culture. So, like, that's the list of the ingredients on, on Velveeta. So, yes, I totally it's understand. It's not
1: as, like, freakish as I kind of thought it was going to be. Yeah. I, yeah mean, it's, I mean, it's definitely way more than, I don't know.
0: Cheese. and people love to like talk about Velveeta as it is just some weird insane engineering it's just kind of just like, a, but it's like it, it is a processed cheese product it's just a
1: preserve a, a cheese that, product with a modern Yeah, that is kind going
0: of, to last on the shelf a little bit longer and also like girl nobody's going to Velveeta thinking it's a health product right and just because these things are in here also doesn't mean that it's inherently bad right um And basically, what happened over time, though, was Kraft took, do you remember where we started? Swiss cheese and whey. Swiss cheese and whey. And basically, as a a cost-saving measure, they introduced a lot of filler ingredients that made it a little bit more. Oh, like your face. Yeah, like my face. Like my face. Are you mad about that? Like, man, I don't know. So, <laughs> um, so, additionally, in the early 2000s. You
1: have talked <laughs> about having oh, a
0: filler on the podcast. I thought, it, I thought it was natural. I made you mad I on the it show. Was, I, for thought real. It was, I thought it was natural looking. I didn't think anybody could tell. Uh, so, also in the early 2000s, Kraft entered a partnership. Your BBL is unclockable. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> Listen, it's a shelf. <laughs> the show keep going i've got to get my uh i've got to top off my bbl after this actually so uh, we got to wrap it up soon but you know in the early 2000s Kraft entered a partnership with Conagra foods um
1: all right i gotta say it i can't do it anymore i can't i can't live like this stop the show stop all right i'm telling the producer stop 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 con Agra. You say
0: Conagra, like some type of weird northern okay. Kansas person. But I want you to say these words side by side. Conagra or Conagra? Which sounds better? Conagra. 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 con-a-gra. 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 No. Canada. Spell. It's not
1: C-O-N-E-G-R-A, which would be Conagra.
0: Spell the word through. T-H-R-O-U-G-H. What does that prove? What's the G? All I'm saying is that English is a dumb language and it's made up. What do you do? What, what, what does beer come in when you're getting it for a party? What did you just say? To what me? does beer
1: come in when you're getting it for a party? Bottle? A keg. Spell keg. Uh C see- No. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'll give you this one. Go back, back to the show. Okay. Back. To, you know what? I this is a do, we, do you know the Orb of Confusion? Yeah. Let's uh just keep. First of all, turn off the Orb of Confusion. <laughs> let's talk about Kana yeah.
0: Agra. Whatever you want to say. Yeah. Every time I enter the studio, I see you surreptitiously <laughs> turn on on a mysterious orb under the cabinet. It's the Orb of Confusion. Anyway, so Con word. Guess what they sell. <sighs> What Rotel.
1: Oh, yes, they
0: do. <laughs> they do. Oh. And the thing is... When, the, when did this happen? Early 2000s.
1: Oh, well, people have been dumping cans of Rotel on yeah. Velveeta for, and here's the thing. for
0: so many years. For ConAgra, right, the Rotel is not a huge portion of their profits, right? Like, it's really not a huge section. It's Protel. Pro sorry, Rotel, Protel. I don't pray tell, and pray tell, Rotel. For for craft, like <laughs> Velveeta is like five percent of their revenue as well. Like, it's not a huge amount. I mean, like, yes, that's I feel like that's a big amount when they craft has a hundred billion products, it's a big amount, but it's like not the thing you know like, no everyone's and, it's a it's so a single this this partnership is very strategic because what it allowed them to do was sort of pair these two brands together have them both prop each other up and share in marketing singles would be a good name for a cheese-based dating site keep going okay Thank you for your intrusive thought. Um, so yeah, it, it allowed them to share the overall advertising costs for each uh, for each sort of company, and then they got a brand association with the competitor, so they sort of bolstered each other up. Now we love gonna, to be bolstered. Now we're going to enter into um, just some I don't know weird things that Velveeta did in 2014. There, do you do you remember <laughs> this? Uh, there, I'm just so ready for wild stances on social issues. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I'm, um, just kidding, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. So in uh, 2014, uh, a shortage allegedly a shortage allegedly of uh, Velveeta occurred just before the Super Bowl, leading to insane media coverage and concerns among consumers. So they call this basically like the cheese apocalypse, cheese apocalypse, or it- cheese product spread whatever it is yeah and it's basically i think it's a manufactured scarcity right like it's the nintendo switch of cheese spreads. do you hear the crinkling it's your tinfoil hat yeah um because what ended up It's happening... your tinfoil lace front this looks great thank you I, I got it i got it installed today <laughs> yeah. uh so basically what happened is right before the super bowl which like we all know rotel and cheese is such a super bowl dip right absolutely i'm having a super bowl party this year would you like to come superb owl superb owl is that a yes or no i don't know i don't know when the super is even. I can't say yes It's on no. a Sunday. Could be. Commit right now. Could be. I don't know. On Listeners,
1: <laughs> lis- yeah, yes or no? I don't know. Say yes. You, I don't have know to the pick date. One. I don't know. It's the on date. a Sunday in the future. I don't know. But what do you do on Sundays? Rest. All right. Pray. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm a very deeply spiritual person. So, Garrett's not coming to my <laughs> Super Bowl party. So I
1: don't, uh, <laughs> this non committal is them trying to get out of it. Well, if no other plans come up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm not mad at you that day. <laughs> I'm
0: not mad at you. <laughs> just like you're not mad at me right now. Um, so, uh-huh. so basically they they have this thing called the Cheese Apocalypse, right? And where they're like, oh my gosh, there's no Velveeta. And they ended up launching a dashboard on their website where it's like, these are the parts of the country where you can't find Velveeta. And it started a lot of like media coverage where people are like, I found Velveeta at the Overland Park Mall or, you know, whatever. At, <laughs> just
1: a, on the ground.
0: <laughs> I found it in the fountain. Um, the Dollar just general uh you know so like people like there was all this media craze and it was very like i think that it was it was like you know it wasn't real i can i say something oh never mind i'm not gonna say that i kind of love
1: these like weird panic scares where something that's like not not necessarily an essential go like i'm not talking paper. about like uh, no i'm talking about like vaccines no i'm just kidding but like yeah. it's like hate them it's no 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 it is i, I can't think of it because we had so many like actually real scary scarcities happen during covid it's like okay toilet paper and like bottled water and like, that like, like stuff that we like sriracha that
0: was tough yeah like uh, oh, the, if there was ever a gochujang drunk uh, shortage
1: I don't think fi- I think we have an entire country making sure that's not happening. So, you
0: yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Um, all I'm saying is you'd be in charge of the cats because I don't think I'd make it.
1: I do. You know how much gochujang I eat? I don't think you do. Mm-hmm. The answer may surprise you. Mm-hmm. And it would surprise the doctors who were telling me about my GERD. But they-
0: <laughs> <laughs> GERD reveal. So that was 2014, right? We had the cheese apocalypse. 2022. 2022.
1: That was but two years ago.
0: The Veltini.
1: The Veltini. I... No. The Veltini. This sounds stupid. And a Negroni. Do you you know what I wrote for this? The, The first thing
0: that I wrote is just, I am so tired. The Veltini... Velveeta in 2022 paired up with the BLT restaurant group to introduce the BLT. Now, BLT is a restaurant change that I actually think is more present in Europe. I think it's more present in Ireland and England. There's
1: no way you're going to get a European person to have a veltini but there are at
0: least five locations in the united states okay. they're all sort of on the eastern seaboard i don't know what a seaboard is but it sounds nice it as a i board say board of the sea obviously it, they paired up with with this restaurant group and it was a cocktail that was served from 5 to 8 p.m specifically at all blt restaurants across the country and the ingredients of the veltina were veltini <laughs> <laughs> the, the veltini of the veltini were as follows who's your favorite cheese-based gr- queen felt her season on drag race was wild um the ingredients are Velveeta infused vodka Velveeta infused vodka Whole, oh uh, I'm not done
1: how do you infuse vodka with a Velveeta well, there's he, just chunks of Velveeta floating around Velveeta
0: in it. really you know melts though so I can imagine right like yeah. <laughs> olive brine well that's the teeny part of it vermouth yeah. pickled olive. Oh, excuse me. A pick with olives, not pickled. Um, are,
1: all olives are pickled. Olives, on,
0: olives on a pick, right? Um, but the olives were filled with Velveeta. And additionally, on the little skewer, there were Jumbo Velveeta shells and cheese. And then the martini glass was garnished with Velveeta cheese around the rim.
1: This sounds odious.
0: This it, is dark. Bingo. Well,
1: I would just love to go down. You'll never believe it. We have to go to the bacon, lettuce, tomato restaurant on, I don't know, New Hampshire's coast, and I have to go get my velvetini, and I've got to go slurp that cheese down my throat, and I have to okay, chunk up
0: now. all those olives in my mouth. You and can stop now. I got it. That's <laughs> enough. That's enough. Okay. What did you want me to Thank do? You. No, that was exactly what yeah, I wanted. I was.
1: So. I think I did. A, I think I brought the part to life. Yeah, that's what they'll write about in the paper tomorrow. So, true. Garrett, let's audition for a local play.
0: Uh, you've asked me about this a couple times in the last Let's couple months. Let's just do it. People but he, would come. Here's the thing: people who are friends with me know how difficult it is to get me out of my apartment. It's pretty difficult. Yeah. Well, I'm not your friend,
1: so I don't know. But yeah. the <laughs> it's pretty hard. Uh, I know. I'm sitting outside it right now, and all the cables run under the door. But that's you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm. 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 Oh, can I actually tell you? <laughs> Can I reveal? I'm gonna reveal something on on my. You're agoraphobia. I don't care. I don't care. I'm, go- I'm going for bedroom plans reveal on the microphone you're on gonna, the podcast. Oh,
1: you're gonna do the thing with the thing in the closet. I know what you're gonna say. Early
0: on in Jackson and I's friendship, I was really like, I want more space in my apartment for activities, and so activity. I found somebody on I think it was TikTok at the time that had drugged their mattress into their walk-in closet. And turn their walk in closet into just the bedroom. And I was so hell bent. It in would be this. so stuffy in there. It would no, be. No, it's perfect. You can close the door. And the, it's... Wait, there's no way. Is there a vent in your closet? I don't know. Check to see! I don't don't think there is. What's the worst that could happen? You'll suffocate and die. No, but there's a little... airtight. There's a a little space underneath. And I was just thinking, I was like, what would be so nice is like, you know, that's the the room in my apartment that is the the deepest in there, the farthest from the outside world. And if I had the mattress in there, I could bring my cats in there. I could close all the doors. I could turn off all the lights and I could turn on my box fan. And uh, you wouldn't have to see me for like three to six weeks at a time.
1: I will say that the main bedroom in my house is gorgeous and giant and amazing because I live in a mansion. But the, I... Turrets. Well, yes, obviously. But But like the
0: machine ones that...
1: No, the one that I let my golden hair down. Yeah. And then... Freaks start to climb it And I'm yeah. like what are you doing Yeah <laughs> uh, And so I I never really open the blinds in there To be honest But it has like a little seating area It has like a TV and stuff And so I will Like some days Like on a On a nice cold weekend I'll just kind of like Start my day in bed And I'll just like Go Eat my little breakfast And like return to my chambers My bed chambers mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of like Spend a couple of, Just like in there And I, like I said I never really open the window So it feels so far It feels so far removed It's like mm-hmm. my little world A whole new New world to yeah. stay
0: away from my problems. Yeah. Deep inside and, and of just, my I, house. I just want to say that the two things that we're talking about, I think they're similar. They're the same. It's, and
1: it's it's the desire neither, to live in neither, a
0: hobbit hole
1: neither, in Hobbitville
0: or wherever. Either one of these things is weirder or more normal than the other one. So I
1: think, I think everybody likes. If you are, if you have not, dear, dear audience, if you have not built a blanket fort and just sat underneath it in your adult life or within the last six months, take some time, pause the podcast, come back, please finish the listen, um, and go build a little blanket fort with like pillows off your couch. Maybe suspended suspend it off of your work from home desk. Maybe you, I don't know, however you do it, build a little blanket fort, bring in your laptop or bring in your phone, watch a full episode of 30 rock or modern family or whatever you watch in the little blanket fort, make some pizza rolls, make some dynasty dip or whatever you want, and just hang out in the little blanket fort. If you are a full adult with no kids, you probably haven't built a blanket fort in a while, but there is something so human in all of us that like being in the little blanket fort is
0: just kind of like, oh, I like this. I like this. I think something that's very similar is uh, if you lay a weighted blanket on the ground and you sort of burrito yourself in there and also have the lights turned off, you can sort of build your own sensory deprivation chamber. That sounds like you're just mummifying yourself. But it's kind of nice, you know? Uh, being mummified? I mean, the, well, potato, potato. So that kind of brings us to the end of the Velveeta history, right? So now we're sort of in this present moment where, you know— I love to be present. I'm working on being present, just yeah. like, I don't know, Just like Velveeta in, in this moment. I don't know. Yeah, so—
1: I, 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 I think that Captain. to veganize Velveeta— uh, the best way to do it is with potatoes and carrots. We've talked about this before when we're talking about the, the stinker sure. at the party, you know, the best way to make a vegan cheese like product, a cheese analog post liquid is with the starchiness of potatoes and the oranginess and umaminess of carrots. Carrots yeah. are umami. You bake a carrot, you cook a carrot. That's some mommy flavor. Baby. A it's, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> you got a stew going. <laughs> Everybody, really, when I was growing up, I've got something to say. Got a stew going say is a it. quote from Carl Weathers on the show Arrested Development. Carl Weathers is famous for a lot of roles, but none so much more than the film Action Jackson. And growing up, everyone would say call me Action Jackson as like a little nickname. That persists to this day. People saying Action Jackson, two words that are a slant rhyme. And I, as a child, I'm like, OK, I have to watch this freaking movie because everyone's calling me action jackson after this movie with carl weathers in it and then i watched it and it was just like a kind of a not that i mean it was a fine movie but it wasn't are you
0: telling me that carl weathers is not actually like a like a just a character carl weathers is is a real human actor
1: he was playing himself in that show carl weathers you've never seen predator he's in the first predator i'm is it? Yeah, I think he's in the first one. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's in the first
0: one. I don't know. How am I supposed to know?
1: Anyway. I'm just a girl. I, as a child, watched the film Action Jackson with no context because everybody, all the adults on my baseball team kept calling me Action Jackson, which is funny because I was horrible at baseball. That's so odd. Um, I was pretty good at baseball. No, I wasn't.
0: What sport were you best at? Baseball. <laughs> baseball, unfortunately. If you
1: had to like... Quiz ball. If you had to competitively pay a fi- play a sport that involved a ball... Of any shape, sort of size, today. Because oh I know god. if I said sport, you'd be oh. like,
0: I would run. Oh, racquetball! Oh, you're so good at racquetball. Right, you're dead. you're incredibly good at racquetball. It's, it's the only sport that I have any aptitude. And it's towards. so
1: funny that you're like really not that great at other racquet sports. I'm terrible. <laughs> it's like it is astounding how those skills don't transfer. But here's the thing: my racket sport skills, because I'm a god on any court you put me on, I'm not good at racquetball. Yeah. Except for that time I hit you real hard with it. I creamed you. Like I, oh, you wiped the floor with me. I've beat you w- once. Oh, I don't know if I've ever beat you. I don't think I have. You've ever beat me in
0: pickleball, but the I no, you haven't. I, I, I don't think you've beaten me in pickleball. Not in singles. Well, just saying. Well, I'd like to think that I have, but you know, you know, I, even if I don't have the perfect memory to remember if I have or haven't beaten you, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Memories are not recycled like particles and atoms and quantum physics. I've got something to say. And Memories (laughs) all alone. As the artist of this painting, it is my job to fill in all of the ugly holes, right? And if I can't remember if I beat you or I didn't beat you, I'm going to fill in one of those with I beat you. You can fix a mirror. (laughs) Stop. But you can still see the cracks. (laughs) I have, a, I have a honey bun here. Do you want to buy? It? So, what's on the menu for you this week? What are you eating? What I've you been making smoothies.
1: Have I updated you that I was not a morning smoothie person? I kind of, I kind of needed. I I wanted more out of my breakfast. Give me, give me more. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pay for a lot of license in this episode. Yeah. And I've recently started to do smoothies with berries and vegetables. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm cook cream soup. Yeah. I clean your room. Do you know what I'm referencing? No clue. Okay. Cook cream soup. It's so coco loco. No one knows what I'm referencing. It could be anything. It could be anything. It's the new um, G Idol song called Wife. It's real good. The 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 the. the so yeah, uh, my smoothie recipe are is just a bunch of berries, a bunch of like frozen kale, some peanut butter, and a banana and oat milk, almond milk. Excuse me. I'm on back on. I'm back on almond milk, okay. and I, I'm happy about that. And I've been uh, blended that up every day. And I, I kind of I like being a smoothie person. I feel like. I have a the longest, tightest ponytail and these gorgeous yoga pants, you know, and mm-hmm. I've got like I just feel so like grounded and like that somebody could be like hitting yeah. one of those bowls that the the meditation people yeah. eat out of or whatever. Yeah, and I I feel so like. You've, New co- you've covered your skin in sea moss. I feel so good doing yeah. it. It is the healthiest thing that I do, considering that all I had for lunch today was an entire bag of the blue tortilla chips from Trader Joe's. And those slabs. They're so good. They're, they're so Why bad. are they so good? I made the mistake of going to Trader Joe's two and a half hours before the Chiefs game this week. Trader
0: weekend. Giotti, actually. No. It's uh, his preferred name.
1: The, 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 me, the man? No, you're just trolling me. You're a troll just like the orcs used in that uh in in, in that mine in the first lord yeah. of the rings movie yeah. anyway i went to trader joe's i have told you that i try to go to trader joe's try to go to trader joe's like right when they open, but I was kind of in a rush. And I was like, you know what? I, I am going into Trader Joe's. I know it's going to be wild because the Kansas city chiefs are in the playoffs and we beat the bills. And this was right before the bills game, which is always going to be an exciting game every year when it happens inevitably. And so I was two hours from kickoff, which is right when everybody's like, you know what? I'm going to get the stuff to go to the party to watch the game I or everything. I, I need everything. So yeah. I like was prepping myself mentally all day long where it's like, I am a fortress. I am surrounded by golden light. I can be patient. I can be an adult person who doesn't get annoyed at
0: minor inconveniences. I am taking the Enya away from you. And
1: you know what? It didn't work. I was ah gosh. I I was annoyed the whole time. I had a very similar experience I I was so disappointed with myself walking out. I'm just like the cashier's like how are you doing today? I'm like I've been in line for 40 minutes and I like people's I I I like
0: Trader Joe's for what it offers me. It's I Feel like it's a it's a fun. I variety only spent of things. thirty dollars. Yeah, it's for like not deals. a ton of money. Say however, big money at Trader Joe's. However, depending on when you go, it can be the worst experience of, <sighs> of your life. And so I t- always go like either really late at night or really early in the morning. And I made a really weird error a couple. I think it was two weeks ago where I went at like eight like seven thirty or eight p.m. on a Saturday, oh. Oh. which was like after the rush, but like late enough that people really wouldn't be going to the store. And I walked in, and just they had been ravaged they had been absolutely like it was like desolate march 2020
1: things were on fire it had been ransacked
0: by and so they were like really in this process of restocking everything but in that process they took all of the empty displays out and so like i just couldn't find bananas there were no bananas there were no onions like there was no there was no there were so many things that just weren't there and it was the weirdest twilight zone experience in my life i'm like (laughs) I'm like, where is the most the common thing in the world? And they're like, we're out of it. we we restocking for tomorrow? And I'm like, what?
1: I went to the Leewood Trader Joe's and Ken said, we have two Trader Joe's. And uh, recently I went to the other one, which is in the fancy schmancy neighborhood where Travis Kelsey and Taylor's well, we have to live. Mm-hmm. And I went there and they like didn't have garlic and they were like out running out of onions so much so that I was like, you know what? taking the L i i had two things in my cart already and i literally put them back and i l- walked out the door with an yeah. empty cart and i left and i felt like i felt so
0: proud i'm like you know what no i'm not going to shop here but see i always have to reward myself i have to give myself a treat whether that's like a, one of the little oat milk chocolate bars I will, or like I'm a not little gonna fuzzy s- little drink i'm not going
1: to stand in that line for an oat milk chocolate bar although those are real you know what good. i will
0: stand in line for is uh, I didn't actually stand in line for it. But I went and visited my mom this weekend for... We had our Thanksgiving, Christmas, and her birthday extravaganza. Um, and so my mom, in preparation for me coming, got me a bunch of, like, convenience vegan foods, which I don't buy a ton of vegan convenience foods. And... I forgot how good they can be. They're so I forgot how, good. Guess what we had on the list? We had Miyoko's cream cheese. Uh, we had the fine cream cheese. Oh, both. We, had, we had both uh, Just Egg in the carton and Just Egg in the patties. Oh, we had yeah. the find, uh, like, mushroom sausages. Oh. Stop it And so I have been I've been chowing down on it lately that My mom sent so it home good. with me And I've been having Breakfast sandwich After breakfast sandwich It's so good Thank you mom If you're listening I I love you Thank you so much um, But I don't buy those very often And so like That's what my week has been It's just been a week of luxury And then I have The Aldi's vegan cheddar That I've been melting On top of the breakfast sandwiches and a little ketchup
1: It sounds real good. My mother was in town for her birthday. We we both had mom weekends. We didn't talk about that. My mother was in town for her birthday and brought me a present. What did I get her? Your presents. My presents is your present. I I waived the fee for my appearance fee, which, you know, typically you get pretty high. I mean, I'm a funny little boy. And so I she brought me a giant Costco bag of siete cookies. If you look them up, you're familiar with them. They're the little crunchy gluten, vegan free Gluten-free vegan.
0: Yeah. Uh, a gluten-vegan-free thing would be yeah. the opposite of what I could eat. It's just meat. <laughs> Bread meat. Meat, meat, and, meat <laughs> and seitan. Like. Uh, but it, is,
1: it was, she got the Mexican wedding cookies, which are covered in powdered sugar, which reminded me of puppy chow, oh. which I, if you, if there's any type of like game show challenge that culminates in the finale being how much puppy chow can a human being eat win. I would win and I would like make sure I would win I would keep eating so that like if it's like one of those things that like somebody like sets a Guinness Book of World Record and then somebody the next year does like like some guy smokes like 500 cigarettes a day and then the next year the next year some guy does 501 in a day right yeah. you want to make sure if you're setting a world record that you're like you're, you're, way, clear, out you're, it, you're right. way out there. You're clearing it. You're way out there. So, like, whatever the puppy chow world record is now, I'm going like way above it. And you know what? It's, I could do it. And I, yeah. I, like, there, it's I've got the mental brain for it. There's that woman that died from drinking so much water. It's really tragic, actually. I mean, if you look into <laughs> like know, if you look I into know, game she... shows and reality TV, it's terrible. But it's it's one of those things that like I would eat well past the point of life. I think that I like that I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. Like you you put that Guinness Book of World Record, you solder it to my headstone, mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> solder it. It's not solder. Yeah. It, no. It's solder. What are you making this week?
0: Nothing. Oh. I, I'm telling you, I eating all the convenience things. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing cream cheese and homemade bread every morning. Uh, which the homemade oh, bread is just because I didn't want to go. Can I the
1: tell store. you? Can I tell you my like my I don't know my last day on earth breakfast? Yeah, sourdough bread. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna die, so I can deal with the gluten free issues. Yeah, I know there's no no or or, or or this is like the first. This as, is the, the, as they're taking you not, to the not chair. My, not my like last day. <laughs> Finally <Like. laughs> got me. No. The I will say. I'm not gonna say last day on earth. I will say this is my. uh There's a nuclear bomb falling. The, this is so grim. This is the day that I'm allowed to eat gluten. This is the first thing I'm eating. They've developed the pill. The pill. Right. Finally. Day one. I'm going to have, which will probably never exist, by the way. The dawn of the first uh, day. Uh, the, yes. <laughs> like- <laughs> you don't know. You, you've never known me as a gluten eater. And And maybe one day you will, but I'm a different person. You won't like who I am. Mm-hmm. Day one. Sourdough bread,
0: cream cheese, orange marmalade. So good There's two lanes I go With the cream cheese Right We do the sourdough We can either go there be There'll
1: be a hundred Cream cheese lanes In a room And you got to pick <laughs> that, one And it's mean? Bradley Cooper I don't Come know Come on
0: He directed uh, He directed that Maestro. movie He was in Yeah I watched that with my mother And my brother Over the weekend <laughs>
1: Didn't you watch The Whale uh-huh. with your mom There's a really Graphic <laughs> scene At the beginning <laughs>
0: Oh, like, anyway, I anyway. continue to do this thing where my mom was like, do you want to watch a movie? And I'm like, yeah, I've heard good things about this movie. And it manages to include some of the most uncomfortable scenes known to man. To and watch like, with your mother. And her. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch this with my mom. So, like, I mean, like. What did the maestro have? One of those? Uh, I wouldn't say horribly awful. But I mean, like, we saw an aged Leonard Bernstein dancing with, like, the <laughs> the youngest, sweatiest twink known to man at a club at the end of the movie. You know. Well, not just a Friday night at Missy B's. Yeah. So. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening. Inside to a the baseball po- reference for the Kansas City community. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Yes, my name. Uh, oh well, if you if you're so interested in following us, if you somehow stumbled upon us and you don't know how you got here, uh, you can find us online at the No Crumbs Pod Instagram at No Crumbs Pod. We also have a website which is very fun, No Crumbs Pod dot com. If you want to see me, uh, well, good luck because you know my. <laughs> you never uh, <laughs> leave your apartment. I never leave my apartment, and my Instagram handle is at it's Garrett. I don't really post, but I do lurk. I do consume. Content. There's a
1: lot of pictures of you on the Nocrums pod Yeah. Page. Go, go look there.
0: You can see my shiny head. Where it's very you? shiny. I add more shine to it every time. Polish it. Absolutely. Do you do that? Well, I've got one of those four floor scrubbers. I was going to say
1: to like buff out your... Oh, sorry, cap let me buff out those scratches. Yeah. What do you think that would do to your head? Oh, I have one in the basement. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> what if we did
0: don't even do it.
1: Uh, you can find me online at jacks bollinger you can that's just my instagram and i'm really only on instagram and you can find more information about other stuff that i do there and that's it keep listening thanks for listening uh, it's every episode is somebody's first yep. and by that logic every episode is somebody's
0: laugh keep listening so. subscribe like, comment, consume. I don't think you can comment on a podcast. You can leave a review. Don't! A Unless review. it's five stars. It good. Tell me how pretty I am. On a podcast? Yeah. Gorgeous. You see me on Instagram. Anyway. Thank you for listening. And let's sing the let's sing the Velveeta song on the way out.
1: Velvita! Velveeta. Velveeta! We're harmonizing. <laughs> Look at us go. Goodbye. Bye.